expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 23 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,523 on turnover of 2.5 billion NT. Shares in Taiwan closed slightly higher on Monday after investors rebuilt their positions with political uncertainties removed following the presidential election over the weekend. The bellwether electronics sector led the upturn as investors resumed buying after the election, while power development-related developers and biotech stocks also moved higher, on expectations that the ruling DPP, which won the presidential vote, would continue to lend them support. Two suspects, including a Pingdong ward chief, were indicted Monday by prosecutors for buying signatures for business tycoon Terry Guo to help him reach the level of endorsement needed to run in Taiwan's January 13th presidential election. The Pingdong District Prosecutor's Office says the war chief, identified by his last name Cho, was found to have paid his wife and another man 200 NT apiece for their signatures late last year. Cho and the other man then worked with four others to gather over 30 signatures. The two men are facing charges of arranging bribes to compel a person to sign the candidacy petition of a specified individual. In international news, Iran says it launched strikes against a spy headquarters and the gathering of anti-Iranian terrorist groups shortly after missiles hit an area near the U.S. consulate in Erbil, the seat of Iraq's semi-autonomous Kurdish region. Regional political figures said one of the strikes killed a prominent local businessman with a portfolio that included real estate and security services companies, along with members of his family. Soon after, Iran's revolutionary guards said they had struck terrorist operations, including Islamic State targets in Syria, and destroyed them by firing a number of ballistic missiles. Another statement said they had hit the headquarters of Mossad, the Israeli intelligence agency in the Kurdish region of Iraq. Meanwhile, Poland's new prime minister, Donald Tusk, said crucial elections to choose city mayors and provincial and county administration leaders would be held on April 7th, with a runoff on April 21st. The elections announced on Monday will test the new pro-European Union coalition government's popular support just six months after it won parliamentary elections. 
Tusk and his cabinet took office last month, vowing to restore the importance and powers of city mayors and local governments, which the previous right-wing government sought to limit. Local administrations suffered slashed funding and stalled projects and investments. Tensions between the new government and the previously ruling Law and Justice Party have escalated, with the latter blocking proposed bills in Parliament. And Pope Francis insists he is not thinking about retiring at the moment. With the 87-year-old suffering from a number of health issues last year, there has been speculation that he could step back from his role as his predecessor Benedict the Sixteenth did in 2013. Giles Gibson has more from Rome. In a wide-ranging interview on Italian television, Pope Francis said that resignation is a possibility open to all popes, but that it's not at the centre of his thoughts at the moment. The 87-year-old also announced that he'll travel to Polynesia in August and that he hopes to visit his native Argentina at some point in the second half of this year. But such long journeys could be a challenge for the aging pontiff. Last November, he was forced to cancel a planned trip to Dubai for the COP28 climate change conference on doctor's orders. Giles Gibson, Rome. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.